Hey guys, Joe McCall, REI, on the sidewalk today. How are you? Listen, I am uh, making the long trek to my office <laughs> between my house and our, our uh, garage, which we call the carriage house which is finished and uh, has a, it used to be a three car garage with an upper level. So it was like a really tall garage and the previous owners finished the lower half and the upper half and turned it into like a carriage house. So it has a guest room, a little kitchenette and full bathroom. And my office is up above it along with my wife's craft room where all her craft stuff is at. And so I'm just making the morning commute across across the uh, sidewalk to my office. And I'm not driving anywhere today, and I wanted to do a podcast to talk about something I read this morning. And so I thought it'd be cool to just do it while I'm out of breath, because I've been walking with my heavy books up this uh, staircase. I'm running out of breath walking up these stairs. You know, it's hard. Sometimes I've done this before, where I'm recording something, and uh, when you're talking and walking, then you start to get winded, and you start breathing heavily, and it's weird. But anyway, I wanted to talk about something cool, interesting, fascinating, this whole subject of retirement, right? And uh, I was reading a Facebook post from somebody quoting what was a video from a news, local news station, um, quoting a website, like a popular website, I forget what it was, that has to do with financial matters, saying that people today, millennials today, people born in the 90s, um, are going to need two and a half to three million dollars to retire. Um, and people born in the 80s, 70s and 80s, I think it was, are going to need $2 million. So wherever you are, you're going to need 2 to $3 million to retire. And I was just thinking, that is so wrong. <laughs> that is so wrong. And I remember I used to be in that boat. I remember thinking, oh, man, okay, so I was in my early 20s when I started working, freaking out about retirement. <laughs> like, how am I going to be stuck in this office job? in my cubic hill farm, working 60 hours a week, saving a measly, whatever I was at the time, 10%, uh, getting the 401k match, you know, getting the 401k match and saving some money. got to let my dog out. Every little month, every little paycheck, saving a little bit of money, to make my retirement goal of, at the time, I remember figuring just conservatively if I made 6% or 8% on my money over my life, the power of compounding interest, and if I saved 10% of my money by the time I was 65, and if the market did a predictable 6 to 8%, I could retire and have a comfortable living while slaving in my job for 45, 50 years, right? And uh, I'd be able to maybe hopefully have enough if I started saving and investing wisely 
in my early 20s. And that was not encouraging to me. You know, I did not look at that thinking, this sounds like fun. I need to set aside a certain amount of money. And I'm not saying that, I'm not knocking that. I mean, that is smart, right? We should all be doing that. But uh, counting on the market, counting on a stock market that I have zero control over, zero. Why do people get so excited about stock market investing? Or why do people think that stock investing in the stock market is the only way to save for retirement? I just don't get it because compare stocks to real estate, okay? Just for an example, I mean, it's you can't really compare the two. Real estate is so much better for various reasons. Number one, there is absolutely nothing you can do to increase the value of your stock. There's absolutely nothing you can do to make your stock price go higher. All right, let's say you own some stock in Apple. What can you do? To make Apple stock go up. Nothing. I mean, you could spend a bunch of money and buy a bunch of iPhones, maybe. And you could uh, write really positive reviews on Twitter every day about how awesome the iPad is and the iPhone watch, whatever it's called, right? But that's not going to make the stock price goes up. There's absolutely nothing you can do, right? You can go to the board, like the, what do they call those meetings? The shareholder meetings, right? And you can vote for the people you want on the board or whoever they do at those shareholder meetings, right? Yeah, you're going to have a huge impact there. Okay, but what can you do to increase the value of your real estate investments? Well, you can do a lot, right? You can paint the walls. You can replace the carpet. You can make sure you get good tenants in the property. You can manage it properly. You have so much more control on residential real estate than you do on a stock in the stock market, okay? What can you do to increase the value of bonds or treasuries or currencies if you're investing in currencies, right? What can you do to, you know, make that uh, index fund go better, go higher? Absolutely nothing. You're just betting. It's a glorified gambling system. And the only people that recommend it are the brainwashed or the people who profit from it, right? <laughs> Maybe to a point. I mean, I have some good friends and family members who invest in the stock market, so I'm not, I don't mean to intend to make fun of anybody investing in the stock market. Obviously, a lot of people um, have made good money investing in the stock market, and the real estate is not for everybody, so I get it. But just bear with me here. Look at the difference between the two, and it's just, oh, it's depressing to think that you could, you could, Make your whole retirement contingent or reliant on a stock market, on companies that you know nothing about, really, that you can do nothing to control or better their value, okay? Um, now, with real estate, that's a whole other story, right? You can control your own destiny, as it, in a sense, as it were, right? And the cool thing, and I'm going to show you in just a minute, is that you can actually retire very, very comfortably with a lot less money if you start now and start investing in real estate. And I'm not even talking about the tax benefits. There's so many tax benefits and advantages to investing in real estate, right? Do you get any tax benefits for investing in the stock market? No. I mean, can you write off depreciation of a stock that you bought? I don't think so, right? 
um, can now you can deduct some brokers fees and commissions that you have to pay when you buy a stock or um, you know you can there's some tax sheltering that you can do when you buy stocks but you can do the same in real estate you can buy your real estate uh, in a tax sheltered IRA okay um, what about leverage okay can you actually borrow let's say you wanted to buy um, a hundred stocks of, of uh, IBM I mean, does IBM still trade? <laughs> yeah, I think they do, right? So let's say you wanted to buy 100 shares of IBM and the shares cost um, $10 a share. So that's, what, $1,000? Something like that? Um, okay, so could you go out and borrow $100 to buy $1,000 worth of IBM shares? No, you can't, right? But can you go borrow 10%? Can you go borrow $100,000? Um, can you go buy a $100,000 house and just put down $10,000 on the house? Yes. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, I hope I got my numbers right there. I sound like a fool. But you cannot borrow money to buy stocks. But you can borrow money to buy an asset like real estate. The bottom line, you can use leverage. Now, you could go out and buy prop stocks on margin. That doesn't count. It doesn't count. I've never tried to do that before, but it doesn't count. I mean, the interest rates are really high, lots of restrictions, and it's very dangerous, to be quite frank. Buying things on margin, you should not do that. So I think for those reasons alone, number one, you can control and increase the value of your real estate. You can't do that in stocks. Number two, there's far more tax benefits to real estate than there are in stocks. You can depreciate. It's an asset you can depreciate. Um, you can write off the money that you put into the house and your management expenses and things like that. And you can actually, yeah, yeah. What kind of stock can you buy that will pay you to buy it? You get what I'm saying? In real estate, you can buy a rental property and you can put a tenant in it that will pay your mortgage for you. They will pay you to live in your house. What kind of stock can you buy that will do that? Okay. And the final thing that I'm thinking of right now off the top of my head is leverage. You know, no other asset class can you borrow money on such a small margin um, than you can with real estate. You can go out. My mom just did this recently, bought a rental property with only 10% uh, down. I think it was. This is 10% money down here in St. Louis. Great rental property. She bought it for, I want to say, 80000 $75,000, it's renting for $1,000 a month. And, uh, you know, it wasn't like the best investment as far as an ROI or cash on cash, but I wanted her to have something that she could, this is a great neighborhood, she's going to get good tenants, and it gives her a good solid ROI on her money, especially considering she only has to put ten grand down on it, right, or 10% down. So she had to put eight or nine grand down on the property. Uh, talk about a really good ROI, right? Um, now, she could have bought something cheaper that rents for about the same, but I wanted her to have something in a really good neighborhood, a very good blue-collar, good school district neighborhood, right? So that's the cool thing about leverage, right? You 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 don't need a ton of money to buy real estate, um, which is amazing. So you can go ahead and squirm and worry and stress out about Saving up $2.365 million, $2,365,000, whatever that number is, 
by the time you're 65 so you can quote unquote retire. You can go and work as hard as you can for 40 years. Have at it. You know, get your two weeks of vacation a year and then finally retire so you can enjoy life and start traveling around the world when you're hopefully <laughs> still young enough to enjoy it, right? Uh, after your kids are out of the house, look, I'm just not tr- I'm not trying to dog anybody. I feel bad cuz you know, I know so many people that have worked really hard have been very successful and, you know, had a good, happy life and retired when they were 60, 65, 70 years old and got to do a lot of really cool things. That's just not for me. I wanted to have the retirement lifestyle today. I want to be able to travel around the world and see the United States and and take three months off a year if I wanted to or work while I'm traveling for three months out of the year and not have to ask a boss for vacation. If I want to start working at 10 o'clock in the morning, I can. If I want to work till uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I can. Now, I'm not saying I do. I mean, last night I was working till like 1 in the morning uh, just because I couldn't sleep and I drank too much coffee or something like that. But I can work on my own terms whenever I want, right? I don't want to have to rely on the stock market or a 401k. Uh, or a mutual fund, or a company that I have zero control over. I have zero influence over the stock market and what goes on there, right? Uh, I don't want to trust my hard-earned money on an asset I have zero control over, right? Remember the whole thing of assets and liabilities, right? An asset is something that you buy that puts cash in your pocket, okay? Does the stock market put cash in your pocket? No. Can you go out and use leverage and get a loan to buy a bunch of stocks? No, you can't. You can put it on your credit cards, right? But that's not going to do any good, right? And can, can you put somebody else into your stock portfolio to pay you for those stocks? No, but you can put somebody into your residential real estate portfolio to pay for your real estate. So, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to break this up into two episodes. I'm already gone way longer than I wanted to on this. I was giving you some food to think about, right? And if you disagree with me, let me know. Uh, Send a text to 636-255-8815. 636-255-8815. Shoot me a text at that number or leave me a voicemail at that number. Let me know what you think. And let me know if you really do agree or disagree. Is real estate the best retirement vehicle known to man? I would argue 100%. The answer is yes, and I challenge anybody who would tell me no. Yes, real estate is risky. Yes, it is, but on the next episode, I'm going to share with you some numbers I did in my fancy-dancy numbers spreadsheet from my iPhone and show you how I think conservatively you can get a very healthy retirement portfolio in 7 to 10 years, and you don't need $2.4 million dollars You need less than half of that to live very comfortably and retire wealthy. Cool? So I'll I'll share those numbers with you on the next episode. See you guys. Take care. 